Fire Nation in the house. JLD here and welcome to episode 1507 of EO Fire, where I share with today's most successful entrepreneur seven days a week and check out our free podcasting course, Fire Nation, so you can create, grow, and monetize your podcast, freepodcastcourse.com. Now let's chat with today's featured guest, Michael Dermer. Michael, are you prepared to ignite? Yes, sir. Woo! Michael founded his first company to reward for healthy behavior, and after a decade, he watched it almost collapse in the 2008 financial crisis. Michael not only overcame the struggle to sell his company and become an industry pioneer, but also discovered the Lonely Entrepreneur methodology to help entrepreneurs with the struggle. Michael, take a minute, fill in some gaps from that intro, and give us a little glimpse of your personal life. Uh, sure, John. I was a corporate lawyer in New York City and literally stumbled upon a business to reward people for being healthy. Uh, and that was in the early 2000s when not only was that non-existent, uh, but it was really almost like witchcraft. Uh, we're really going to reward people <laughs> who are doing the worst. Um, and that was, as most entrepreneurs know, the beginning of the end. I left a pretty high-powered corporate law job to start working in this basement and started building the first company to reward people for healthy behavior. And that was, as we like to say, the uh, the beginning of the end. Yeah. Well, I remember back in 2008, uh, I was working for John Hancock in Boston. And every three months, we get an email that would say, you know, come on down, get your health assessments, and you get a $10 Starbucks gift card. And I was like, that's all I need, a $10 Starbucks gift card. So I'd run down there and I'd get my healthy assessment. And at first I was just like, whatever, no big deal. But then over like the course of the year, I got competitive. I'm like, wow, like I'm actually seeing myself improve or get worse, whatever quarter it might've been. And I want to come back stronger. So like just that act of tracking was powerful. And Michael, I know you had a huge part in actually starting that trend for companies like John Hancock and other companies to actually start tracking that stuff. So thank you, my friend, and Fire Nation at work. So if you are currently a lonely entrepreneur and don't have a big corporation giving you a $10 Starbucks gift card to make things (laughs) happen, um, you need to motivate yourself in some other way because it's so important. It's so key. And Michael, what I kind of want to do now is drop into one big value bomb that you can share with us. I mean, it's kind of expound upon your area of expertise and then give us some very unique tip, tool, or tactic that we as entrepreneurs probably don't know right now, but we should. You know, John, for me, it was really this notion of perspective is that while entrepreneurs, while we often lack you know, resources and capital and distribution, you know, what we don't lack is the ability to think differently. And in my particular story, as you mentioned, when my business that we worked so hard over 10 years to build and really create an industry almost got destroyed overnight. And in 2008, you know, the normal solutions weren't going to work. And so we were almost forced to take this idea of if the normal solutions aren't going to work, how do we look at things from a a different perspective? And so I think that's one of the real things that I learned uh, as an entrepreneur is that how do you start to look at things differently? Because you can't compete on the same battlefields that other people are competing are. Unique value distinguisher. What's going to make you different, Fire Nation? Like, why are you trying to win their game? Like, why not win a game that you create and that you're creating the rules for? I mean, it was pretty fun for me to win the daily podcast interview game because nobody was doing it. So I made up the rules and I won. And and that's fun. And you can too. Now let's kind of move into your journey, Michael, and that has the ups, that has the downs, but I want to go to the downs and the lows and the worst. And that worst, I mean your worst entrepreneurial moment to date. Take us there, Michael. 
Tell us that story. Sure. It was, uh, it was on the steps of the New York Public Library uh, in New York City, right where I live, where I basically had to tell my parents and my brother who had some money invested in the business that, um, you know, this business that we had spent 10 years building, you know, all the blood, sweat and tears, even as we talked about, you know, John, almost creating an industry. Mm. Um, and we had just raised a, a chunk of uh, private equity money. You know, this was supposed to be the day that we celebrate because we have money and now we're going to go win the market for good uh, and watched my business, you know, almost collapse overnight. You know, my com- my customers were Washington Mutual and General Motors, some of the biggest companies in the country that were in turmoil at that point. And I remember sitting on the steps of the New York Public Library, this iconic, beautiful building, and basically telling my parents and my brother that I was going to do whatever I could to save it. Um, but shortly after what was, should have been this day of celebration, that um, even with all we put into it, I didn't know if I was going to save it. And that was probably the, the low moment of the journey. So let's be honest, luck, timing, that has a lot to do with both successes and failures in every entrepreneur's journey. There's no doubt about it. Looking back on this, MD, like what can you share with Fire Nation as lessons learned? Like what would you do differently, if anything, but you know, just kind of maybe take a step back from a hindsight perspective and, and share with us you know, maybe one or two big lessons learned and how we can learn from them. It's so easy to look back and we'll talk more about the lonely entrepreneur, what took me there, John. But, you know, I really think that being humble and being a learner were the two things I really learned. You know, once I embraced becoming a better entrepreneur and once I embraced becoming a better CEO um, by being humble and being a learner and really embracing that journey, almost like, you know, almost like a mom embraces being a better mom or a golfer works on their golf game. I think when we're younger and less mature, right, it's ego and self-esteem. We're always worried about not knowing things. Um, and I, you know, I was an M&A lawyer. I was an athlete. And so for me, it was not natural. And some would say, you know, I was a boy too, right? So it's not exactly <laughs> natural to say, I don't know. And I wish earlier in my career, I had woken up every day and braced the opportunity to get better at it. Because then the humility and the learning that goes through that, goes with that rather, would have been so much more empowering instead of worrying about what you don't know and how you appear to your constituents. That would be the one thing. So Fire Nation, I hope you kind of step back and absorb that. And again, I kind of want to double back on my point. You just have to be realistic that timing is going to play a role, that luck is going to play a role. And I will say that my definition of luck is where effort meets opportunity. So put in the effort, the opportunities will come and you will be quote unquote lucky more often than most that aren't putting in that effort and having those opportunities. But realize that's going to play a game and sometimes things are going to happen. You know, none of us knew that 2008 was going to just implode so many businesses and have so many far reaching butterfly effects, but it did. And we have to pick ourselves back up, learn from it, and move forward. And, and you did, MD. I mean, we're now speaking eight years later here in yep. 2016. You've had a lot of great ideas, aha moments, and the most important thing is you've taken action on some of those. So take us to one of those great ideas that you had and tell us that story. Well, for me, you know, after we kind of stabilized my company and we ultimately ended up selling it a couple of years later, it worked out terrifically. You know, I was fortunate enough to stumble upon what we're doing now, which is the lonely entrepreneur. And what I really realized was what I said before was that everything came down to having a different perspective that, you know, when you are in the midst of the, the pressure and the passion and the struggle, it's very difficult not to develop these flawed perspectives, right? Things like, you know, I have to do everything or I can't prioritize, right? Stuff that everybody goes through. And it's really the ability to understand that you're doing that and 
change your perspective to the things that, that can move and advance your business. That was really the aha moment because, John, I don't know if I've shared with you, but I was not looking to write or build The Lonely Entrepreneur. I was fortunate enough to rebuild and stabilize my business and then sell it. And I was just chilling out and reflecting. And the one thing that was common amongst all the entrepreneurs that I happened to be coaching at the time was the struggle. And one of them said to me, being an entrepreneur is really lonely. And I was like, wow, entrepreneurs have all this ability to think differently, even though they don't have capital and resources. And that was really an aha moment for me, which you know really kind of fuels what I wake up and do every day now. So I kind of want to key in on those two words, the struggle. I mean, I read it to Fire Nation in the intro. You just said it once again. Let's talk about the struggle for the moment. Like, what do those two words mean to you? Expound upon that. To me, you know, the nature of the entrepreneurial beast is, is you don't have resources, you don't have people, you're being asked to put together bits and pieces of a business that you may have not run before. And frankly, by definition, it's going to be new and unique. Think about a chef or a doctor or a fashionista or, or a technologist, right? They know their craft, but that's very, very different from taking that craft and now asking a chef to run a restaurant. And so by its very nature, you're put into this struggle where you have all these different things coming at you. You know, no one cares as much as you do. Other people don't understand unless they've thought about, you know, missing payroll, right? And, and all of that comes together and we get kind of under the influence of all this pressure in the midst of the struggle. Um, and we actually, I think, have done entrepreneurs a disservice by saying, you know, you just have to have passion and grit as opposed to. How do we acknowledge that that struggle is real? It's the nature of the beast. And how do we embrace the journey of becoming a better entrepreneur you know, every single day? But I, I think your listeners would probably know, you know what that struggle feels like. Perseverance, grit, fire nation. I mean, these are two words that we can and should be living by as entrepreneurs because there's going to be the ups, there's going to be the downs, there's going to be the times in the middle where we're like, oh, this might actually be a little bit boring. I mean, there's going to be all of these emotions. It is that roller coaster. It is just that journey of every entrepreneur. And MD, I mean, you've made it through your, your eight years past that really scary moment. You've, you've been on the ups and the downs since then. So let's kind of take things to today. What are you most fired up about right now? You know, you can probably tell, John, that I'm just so excited about The Lonely Entrepreneur. You know, when I started the business for rewards with healthcare, it, it checked a lot of boxes for me. It, it was a viable business. It was new and different. It was broad and societal, and it could also help people. And I thought that I was lucky to find that one idea, right? And then I stumbled upon The Lonely Entrepreneur, uh, and it had all those same things for me, right? It could help people. It was macro. It was something that was really important to society. So the opportunity to wake up every single day and see people that are in this very visceral personal experience, you know, everybody knows, right? Being an entrepreneur is not this antiseptic activity, right? Your, your life, your heart, your sweat, your tears go into it. So you can probably tell I'm just so excited about the fact that I get to wake up every single day and help entrepreneurs through the through The Lonely Entrepreneur. And let's kind of expound upon The Lonely Entrepreneur just a little bit, because I am kind of curious. I mean, that is kind of a broad and vague term. So what really do you mean when you say the words, The Lonely Entrepreneur? Just kind of like how you expounded upon the struggle. Expound upon The Lonely Entrepreneur. You know, it's really interesting when we were naming what originally was the book and now has become something much broader. Um, we were really trying to tap into 
what people actually experience. And frankly, the name actually came from one of the people I was coaching said being an entrepreneur is really lonely. Um, and, and even though people don't take the word lonely, literally everybody who interacts with it goes, yep, I get that. (laughs) Um, just because even if you're with 200 people, John, you know, even if you run a 200 person company, there's still that feeling of you, your core team, um, of really every day having to battle through the struggle and thinking about all these things around something that's new and different and yours and personal, almost like you've had a, you've had a baby. So if we're successful, we hope that the lonely entrepreneur will help channel, you know, the pe- the pressure and the passion that people feel to unlock their potential by being a destination that provides them real solutions so that people in Iowa and Dubai and New York City and Puerto Rico can actually go back to their desk and be better entrepreneurs, even though they may feel a little lonely, at least they'll have people there that are that are helping them have a better chance of success. I love that you threw Puerto Rico in there because I do <laughs> get a little lonely down here sometimes. Uh, you know, coming from San Diego, it's like there's entrepreneurs everywhere. I love everybody. Uh, but it is so true, Fire Nation. Sometimes the bigger company or the, the more people in your organization, that doesn't mean you're not going to be lonely. Sometimes that even means you're going to be more lonely for different numbers of reasons. I mean, there's a reason why they call New York City the loneliest city in the world. There's 8 million people on that little island. But if you can't find your niche, if you can't find your people, you're going to be the loneliest person in the world. You're going to be invisible. So, you know, that's really powerful, Fire Nation, to kind of step back and say, you know, how within my business can I make this meaningful? And by meaningful, I mean, how can I go from not necessarily being a lonely entrepreneur, but a fulfilled entrepreneur who's contributing value to the society? Now, MD, we have a lot of value bombs coming up in the lightning round. So don't go anywhere. And you too, Fire Nation, because we're going to thank our sponsors. How are you feeling about your communication and customer service skills when it comes to serving your audience the best you can? Hopefully great, because this is a must in order to consistently grow your business. But let's be real. You're only one person and there's only so much time in a day. So how do you manage all of your communications? A tool that we use here at EO Fire to help us stay on top of our communication is eVoice. eVoice allows you to forward calls and voice messages to any line so that regardless of whether you're in the office or on the go, you can still be in touch. Want a line with a professional greeting and menu options that make it easy for your callers to be routed quickly? eVoice provides that too. See how eVoice can help you connect with your prospects, partners, and customers quickly and easily. Visit eVoice.com today. eVoice is offering Fire Nation an extended 60-day free trial. Visit eVoice.com and use promo code FIRE. That's eVoice.com, promo code FIRE. As entrepreneurs, we want to partner with the right people and companies who can help us serve our audience better. Unfortunately, sometimes those partners can be hard to find. Let's take your payment processor for example. If you're not partnered with a company who shares the same values as you and your company and who's going to have your back when it comes to one of the most important parts of your business, accepting payment from your customers, then that can be a huge problem. Luckily, with Braintree, it's different. Braintree lets you accept all forms of payments including PayPal, Apple Pay, Android Pay, and more. Now you can take payment in over 130 currencies. Plus, as your company continues to grow, Braintree will stay by your side. From your first dollar to your billionth, all it takes is a couple of lines of code to get started in a single integration. To learn more, visit braintreepayments.com slash fire. That's braintreepayments.com slash fire. 
Michael, are you prepared for the lightning rounds? I am. What was holding you back from becoming an entrepreneur? Probably just the the handcuffs of a corporate job. You know, I had a, uh, went to law school and you know went into uh, a big corporate law firm. It's really hard to leave that, right? Uh, so that was probably the only thing. And secondly, was the idea. To me, it had to be about the idea, not just the idea of becoming an entrepreneur. What's the best advice you've ever received? If you think you're as good as you are at something, you realize that you have to change. And that really kind of struck a chord with me about embracing getting better at it. So let's kind of get in a little deeper than that. So if you think you're as good at, say that one more time. If you think you're as good as you think you are, for example, is at a skill or running a company, you'll be smart enough to understand that you need to learn and grow and change and embrace that change. And that's kind of one thing I talk a lot about Fire Nation is all the magic happens outside of your comfort zone. Like if you feel really comfortable every single day for a lot of days in a row, um, that means you're just kind of hovering in your comfort zone. And that's that's kind of a, a cowardly place to hover. You need to get outside of your comfort zone. You need to do things that scare you, that don't feel comfortable, because that's where the magic happens. And a Steve Jobs quote that I'll butcher just a little bit, but basically he said, hey, if, if I look in the mirror like enough days in a row and I don't like or feel like I'm challenged enough by what I'm by what I'm doing then I know there's time for a massive change. Like it's going to happen every now and then but when it happens too many days in a row you know you have to change. You have to make a change. So what's a personal habit MD that contributes to your success? For me it's always trying to look at things a different way. You know when everybody's going right, go left. You know I played quarterback and and point guard and center half and in sports and my dad always taught me when everybody's going one way, think the other way. And so for me, especially as an entrepreneur, I'm always trying to find you said it before, you know playgrounds where other people aren't playing and then kind of establish your own playground and be the only one that, you know, supplies all the toys for it. So that is so etched in my DNA, even from being a a little kid playing sports. Well, I'm kind of a quote machine today. I'm not always a quote machine, Michael, but today (laughs) I am. And there's a quote by uh, Mark Twain that says, when you find yourself on the side of the majority, it's time to pause and reflect. And, and that's true. Like you need to pause and reflect when you are seeming to be following the herd or just doing things because everybody else is doing it to pause and reflect. Michael, share an internet resource like Evernotes with Fire Nation. One of the things that has simplified things for me is is just little task management tools like Wonderlist, you know, which allow you to kind of keep track of your your day and your activities. We get so overwhelmed by the number of things that we're doing, you know, especially entrepreneurs. The ability to just have one place to do that, and I found that Wonderlist is a, a terrific little tool for doing that. If you could recommend one book to join the lonely entrepreneur on our bookshelves, what would that book be and why? It's a book called Leading at the Speed of Growth. Um, it's put out by the Kaufman Institute. And it's actually, you know, John, where I, it really hit me about this notion of um, changing as the stages of your company grow. You know, the cliche of you're an entrepreneur and, you know, at some point the company is going to get too big for you. What it did is really challenged me personally to say, if you think you're good at this, right, you'll be smart enough to understand that you have to change at the different stages of your company. You know, in the beginning when it's chaotic and you'll chase revenue everywhere and you need to grow to be much more of a communicator and a process champion, a strategist. Um, that to me was a book that really set me on a path of what I really believe today that, that you know, being an entrepreneur is not a job, it's an identity. And that identity of continuing to progress and that book was really meaningful for me. 
Michael, let's end today on fire with a parting piece of guidance, the best way that we can connect with you, and then we'll say bye-bye. Thanks so much for having me, John. Yeah. Uh, it's it's lonelyentrepreneur.com is the website. Um, you can also obviously find the Lonely Entrepreneur book uh, on Amazon, and we just released, a, a in your world, John, a really nice podcast series yes. that's obviously available on iTunes and things like that. So thanks so much for having me. Cool. And what's that parting piece of guidance? I would say this is you're not alone. The things that you're experiencing in an entrepreneur is what we are all experiencing sitting next to each other at workspaces and Starbucks. The key is not to just have passion and grit and kind of run into the same wall every time, but to embrace the journey of becoming a, a, a better entrepreneur. Fire Nation, you're the average of the five people you spend the most time with. And you've been hanging out with MD and JLD today. So keep up the heat and head over to eofire.com. Just type Michael in the search bar. His show notes page will pop up with everything that we've been talking about today. Best show notes in the biz, timestamps, links galore. And of course, head over to lonelyentrepreneur.com. That's right, Michael. It's just lonelyentrepreneur.com. You got it. Boom. Head over there, Fire Nation, and you can check out some great stuff. Of course, like you said, the podcast of the same. And Michael, I want to thank you for sharing your journey with Fire Nation today. For that, we salute you and we'll catch you on the flip side. Thanks very much for having me, John. Hey, Fire Nation. Hope you enjoyed our chat with Michael today. And goals equal success. And with thefreedomjournal.com, you'll be accomplishing your number one goal in 100 days. And I will catch you there or I'll catch you on the flip side. Get peace of mind when it comes to one of the most important parts of your business, accepting payments. With Braintree, it's easy to accept payments from your customers. Braintree lets you accept all forms of payment in over 130 currencies. To learn more, visit braintreepayments.com slash fire. Ready to step up your game when it comes to serving your audience with great communication and customer service? With eVoice, you can manage calls and forward voice messages to any line so that you are on top of communication no matter where you are. eVoice is offering Fire Nation an extended 60-day free trial. Visit eVoice.com and use promo code FIRE. That's eVoice.com, promo code FIRE.